Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Nothing to me says romance like looking for condoms and Hennessy. <laughs> She's the crazy one of the season. And the I drunk. Mean, he calls her naggy. His shirt's open like a Colombian drug lord. He does not like pizza. Can we talk about the big, wide, open fish mouth? He's like a walking success poster. Yeah. <laughs> It's the Bachelor Podcast. I'm Christine Lee with Katie Pilata. Hi, Katie. Hi. Ryan Jones. Hello again. And our special guest, Matt from The Bachelorette. Matt from Connecticut. Hey, Matt, how are you? Good, good. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing today? So, so you watched the episode last night where it was the hometown episode. I missed Eric's date, but otherwise I saw all of my buddies get their get their hometowns. The all went well, in my opinion. I, I, it's funny you say that because watching the episode felt like the realest hometown episodes ever with the realest bachelorette like i'm watching it and brian's mom did you cut your hair with the, you're not eating you look skinny like that's my mother-in-law like i felt like i cried when she got upset like, it was a very real episode starting with eric's visit yeah i felt the same way nothing between all the dates really felt forced right. at all like they normally do well, because remember with Nick and all of a sudden it's like, oh, look right out the window. There's an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, let's. And these just seemed, you know, Normal. even with Eric's yeah. where his his friend came to say hello. That obviously is like, hey, come hang out. But there was no accidental bumping into somewhere. It was just this is where I grew up and it as natural as I think we're going to get. So on Eric's date, and I know you have to go back and watch yeah. just his date. You saw the rest. But on Eric's date, his aunt pulls Rachel aside and she jumps right in. She goes, I want to talk about the race question. Okay. You ha you are the first black bachelorette. You're not only having to appeal to one group of people, but to another group of people. And that's got to be so hard on you. She said, yeah, it was. it's kind of a lot of pressure, but it feels I'm really with a good group of people who really, it's, it's pressure and it's not pressure. So mm -hmm. what was that like on the set? Did you notice anything or was it just like any other thing? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I haven't discussed that too much. Um, but the facts of the matter are that it was a non-factor right. for so many of us. And I think to the viewers at home, it's maybe, you know, worth talking about. But for us, it never came up once. She was just, the best part about her is she leads with her authenticity, to be honest with you. So, like, that's what you, that's what you encounter first and foremost, just a normal girl. And for us, having been doing this for our first time and she's been she's been through this process before we didn't know what to expect so it was the perfect match for all of us to deal with somebody who was just so normal and disarming and put you at ease when she sat down with you and so that's what what we picked up on you know it, again just a non-factor and that's probably the point yeah. of the show is they wanted to make people say it's a non-factor like it, wake up everyone who, yeah, who, I mean, who it is a factor for yeah it, it's i mean i think when i was asked to do the show it was it was, you know, the question was posed to me, like, would you, are you interested? And I feel like, of course I'm interested. Wait, and, who asked you? Well, you know, when, when, when 
we're going through the process. Yeah. People are every step of the way. Like you, you still want to do this. You never know. You could you could meet somebody midway through. You could just change your mind on the whole thing. You get cold feet. I mean, this is a lot of exposure and. And, you know, you put your dirty laundry out there for everybody to see. So, I mean, it's intimidating. You know, so that's why it is nice to be surrounded by a lot of people who just put you at ease. Number one out of that group was Rachel. And I think it's due to the fact that she had been through it before. And the fact that she does, I think, come across on screen as such a easy to get along with, you know, well put together person who we all had a great rapport with. And she just, she just uh, made a very surreal experience seems so natural and and unforced. And that's what she so. did on Eric's date, Ryan, where she let it be known that I'm I'm going in here with you. She did on on all the dates really. Like don't be nervous. I'm here with you with the exception of Peter, I would say. Okay. Right? Like don't be nervous. I'm here with you. Yeah, We're no. I mean she she definitely didn't change her game plan for any of these hometowns and I think the interesting thing is when you get to this point in in the the seasons, it's always now okay, Who's going to drop the L-bomb first? And how's it going to be reciprocated? And so each person led to the way that they were going to say it. And Eric started it, and he was going to. And then he said, I love this girl. I re- I'm falling in love with you. I really, really like you. So he started down the road. And then it's almost as if, because he made a big deal about the fact that he's never been in love. And... So expressing that sort of thing is not easy to do, especially when his mother even said, you know, I I sort of kept you at arm's length for a reason. You know, you had to become your own man and you saw what was going around on around you. It's a difficult way to, to grow up. And so he was went down the road and then. Yeah, he'd never brought anyone home to mom. Tough neighborhood. A lot of the strong men in the family were still strong men, but had a difficult life and had to make some hard choices. Yeah, he definitely went off the, um, you know, running from love my whole life. Never had it, never experienced it. I don't know what to do, kind of. Eric was, you know, hands down my best friend out of the whole experience. And that part of him is... 100% 100% authentic. This whole thing was an evolution because he started out very skeptical. In the house, at times, didn't know if, he, if he'd if he make it, if he would last, just because he needed to feel he needed to feel very connected to her to think that there was the potential there for him to fall in love because, again, he, he had never experienced it before. So he made sure, and I think it wasn't until, to be honest, his one-on-one date where he really, the connection came full circle. But early on, he needed to feel like the two of them were really engaged in embarking on something really special. Because for him, it was going to be as special as it gets. It was going to be his first time falling in love. And uh, that's why you see him go through some difficult times early on, because he's like, I've never done this before. I've never fallen in love. So I have to be willing to open myself up. And I got to know that she's going to be right there with me. Because if she's not, then this is too big of a leap of faith for me. And I might as well just go home. So once I think he felt that connection with her, he was able to move forward. And he and I helped each other a lot throughout this whole thing, because there were times where we both were like, I don't know about all this. It's just crazy. And um, throughout our, our moments with her and our discussions with each other, we were, we were able to push ahead, basically. And, uh, and lucky for both of us that we did because I think we learned a lot about ourselves. And, and as you see, Eric, I mean, he's, I know that no matter what happens and what you, what you watch with him as this thing unfolds, you, you're getting a realistic like barometer of where he was throughout every point in this. And he's starting to fall in love as you watch it on TV. This was the point, you know, where he really started to f- have 
huge feelings for her. And uh, so, again, it's real. I think, as you guys pointed out to earlier, and that's always the question everybody asks, is it real? I mean, <clears throat> you guys are fans of the show. Do you get that sense that this season and the group of guys that you're watching on TV, don't, do you think that it was a little bit, it felt a little more natural watching it? I think it's all pretty, I mean, we pay a lot of attention to some of the, some of the drama and things like that, but... Well, we heard stories about how you sign your life away and that you have to agree with whatever story arc the producers create for you is what you get. And if you're villainized, you're villainized. And it seems like what you're saying is that Eric, his, his, what's happening with him that we see is what you saw. Mm. And it's real. And a lot of the previous seasons have been like, come on, you know that was edited to look a certain way and create a certain feeling. And you do get the, that feeling that this is a lot more genuine. I can't really speak to the editing, but I can speak to the fact that the path that each of these guys is on are, you know, that's what we talk about, where they stood, where Kenny was at with his daughter and, and being so torn and conflicted between missing his daughter, but wanting to try to do right by his daughter and maybe meet a beautiful woman who he could introduce to his daughter. That was his, like, juxtaposition the whole time. He was having a difficult time, and we talked about it many times. So, like, there was nothing that was forced there. Kenny's a, Kenny's a dad, first and foremost, and he's a sweet guy. A big part of him wanted to go home, and a big part of him wanted to stay. That's 100% real. So I think that my experience, at least for, for what I can speak to, I wasn't told to do anything. I was just told, you know, I was made comfortable to be myself. You know, I didn't think I'd last because I figured if you yourself, you know, none of us are that exciting. Some of us are bigger <laughs> personalities than others, but like we're all pretty normal people. That's why I enjoyed it because a lot of these guys I got to know, we were all sort of like fish out of water. We'd never done anything like, well, most of us had never done anything like this. But I think it was just like refreshing to meet a bunch of guys who were pretty regular dudes. And most guys are pretty prideful and aren't going to be forced to stick to any sort of storyline or agenda that anyone feeds. Well, I think what you know Boom I mean? has you on that, but you know. <laughs> well, well, but again, that was, that was. As far as I can tell, I didn't spend a lot of time with Lucas. That was on him. That's what yeah, he decided. That was to do. his shtick. It's not like somebody. I mean, again, I don't know what went on behind closed doors, but my encounters with these guys and my, the time spent, it was all. None of it was forced. All of it was just. This is these are the guys they were. Well, you're Ryan's hero when when Rachel said goodbye to you. Because you did the rare <laughs> kiss on the exit. Okay. Almost that every doesn't happen. Well, and the champagne glass. Well, you love that's the part two. Glass. That's part two. Yeah. So uh -huh. first you get the double kiss on the way out, which usually it's just the hug and the pat and whatever. Right. And then you say, "I'm just gonna take this." Yeah. You're gonna take yeah. This. yeah you had the kiss. Like you had the kisses on the mouth. Yeah. Uh huh. And like that that's happen. no. Maybe See, a kiss on the cheek. That's why I like talking to you guys because you're fans. You follow it. I watched Nick's season because I thought I might be on Rachel's season and. That was it. That's my. Oh, so you had an audition that soon, so you had known. I take that back. I didn't know it was going to be Rachel, but whoever it was going to be, I knew that the I, next I, season. I had a chance of being on yeah. that on that show. So I figured I might as well watch a little bit of Nick's to try to get a feel for it. So that's unheard of. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know about unheard of, but it's just very rare because usually it's the, okay, can I walk you out? And then you can tell varying degrees of disappointment or or worse yeah and you can see the the wheels moving and okay are they are they mad are they sad are they still trying to process and what was your interpretation of me i thought you were in a little bit of shock okay she made a big mistake made a big mistake yeah. but I, I did appreciate the fact that you know you you wished her well and you know just 
think about the process like this is over now just yeah. go back and keep your head in what what's happening yeah you know we had there was some parts that obviously get edited a lot that gets edited but i had told her when we were sitting down in france that day it's okay to be a little selfish you know what i mean this is about you at the end of the day so get what you came for you know what i mean you signed up for this you took you were guaranteed to be here for for the over two months of of time that it took to film and away from your family and, you know, it's a lot, putting yourself out there. So I just thought that at the end of the day, and, and we had each other to lean on. All the guys did. She had a producer or two and none of her friends. That's difficult to me. So, like, when we would argue and complain and, and things aren't as always, you know, glamorous as they seem, I, I thought, you know, I would kind of always preach the fact that, like, this girl, she's going through the same thing, and she really doesn't have anybody to talk to about it. So I give her a lot of credit. So I just thought as things wound down a little bit and it got to those last eight six guys at that point i mean i look a little shocked but in reality i was like it became pretty clear who she started to really gravitate towards so i appreciated her for not pretending like we were going to end up together at the end and i think to her credit and you know her level of maturity she just she said maybe i think we should go our separate ways for now and you know i take a little bit um, of the blame there because I was skeptical at times as she points out and I held back a little bit and that might have cost me and um, maybe in a different setting but isn't it weird it's a game and you're supposed to be into this person like it's a game and it's not a game at the same time I mean how can you that... not be skeptical yeah like exactly <laughs> well I think that's where the if you're willing to like buy into it you know it's just for a short period of Roll time the dice you know that, you know, I didn't think I'd make it as far as I did, to be honest. As things move forward, you there are a lot of times where the two of us sat and talked for, even if it's only 20 or 30 minutes, and, and I thought, this is all worth it because this girl's great, and even if it doesn't work out, at least she's teaching me a little bit about myself, and may, you know, maybe she could pick up on something from me, and we just ended up connecting on this fact that, like, we're both 32 years old, we've watched people around us move forward, get married, have kids, you know, at the very least be engaged. So it's like we're willing to just give anything a shot at this point and see if, if it'll work for us. That's the point I was at when I went on the show, just to say why not and see what happened. And I think she was in the same place. We found it, that common denominator between the two of us. Is it a game? Yeah, you have a lot of alpha males, a lot of type A personalities that I think maybe even subconsciously are trying to one-up each other as, as you went. And that's not as important, you know, like... If she's meant to be with somebody else, then like I think that's I think then that's what the way it should be. Oh my! Everyone's heart right now who's listening is breaking. <laughs> well, hearing I'm that that's not, so sweet. Well, no, well, honestly, it's not every woman's sound, like oh. It's more to say that like why would I just want to win and end up with this girl and have it be a forced thing and not and not feel like this is the way that it should have ended? Why? Why put myself in that position? Why ruin her happy ending? I think, again, I think she's a good girl. She deserves... Because we always talk about that on the show, Ryan, about people being on the show for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Drink. Want, drink. Who, yeah, you oh, drink, yeah, yeah, the who want the fame and the fortune and the, and, the, and the career after The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. They're thinking three steps ahead. They're mm -hmm. not thinking about being selfless. So I think you're kind of a... Well, you and your cast, from what you're saying, are a very unique group of people. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that there isn't, you know, always an exception to the rule. But I think for the most part, all of us were there. I, I could tell you that, like, when we're not in front of the camera, it's just like 
everybody's like, what's going to happen next? You know what I mean? You're just going through it. As you guys are watching it, when we're filming it, it's like we're just going from one step to the next, to the next, to the next. And you don't, there's, there's no like outline for the way things are going to, are going to go down. So you're, you're, it's a guessing game for all of us too. Like, how is this going to, you know, what turn is it going to take next? Right. But I just think it would be, I still look back and say, you know, if she felt, if she felt strongest about a few guys, then I thought it was mature of her to like send other people home. And, and again, if, if it wasn't, if time wasn't as much of the essence as it was within this within this setting and within these constrictions, then it, it, you know, maybe we would have hit it off and if there was more time to work on it. But, uh, when it, when it was time for her to send me home, I think she realized that and she, and she, I think was very cool in doing that and very, um, I think it was just a respectable thing. Well, to we do. were sad to see you go. I think about that too. Like if there was longer than, what is it? 10 weeks or so, would the bachelor or bachelorette end up with someone completely someone different? different. Like, because you, you do have that time constraint and... Yeah, that's why. And then you even hear people like knocking Brian because he was, from day one, he says, we only got a little bit of time here, so I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen and, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to like think too much about it. I'm just going to go in and then we'll see where it happens. I mean, it's a whimsical thing. It's a, it's a roller coaster ride and, and it ends before you know it. So you either you're on or you're off, you know, and... I give Brian credit. Like a, pe- a lot of people are saying, well, he goes in for the kiss right away. Well, why not? You know, it's an hourglass. You only have so long before this whole thing is over, so you might as well make your impression. Well, that's a good transition into Brian's first, uh, his hometown visit. I mean, um, his was completely different from Eric's. His was completely different from everybody's. <laughs> uh, he has what, I mean, I'm an only child, and I have an overbearing mother-in-law so I can, who's from Greece, so I can relate to this 100%. And But so he walks into his home and there's his mom you look so thin like have you lost weight <laughs> well because we mentioned the haircut the too. hair yeah. oh yeah this <laughs> i was that. there i was there for that i got my haircut that day too and <laughs> and listen they were the longest haircuts in in haircut history well, where'd you get your haircut <laughs> to a local barber oh so for the grooming and the upkeep yeah Not exactly really so much yeah a little bit you know maybe yeah. with a beard or I mean, we didn't ever wear makeup or anything like that. It was all just, you know, we were waking up most of the time off of like three hours of sleep. We were drinking the night before. <laughs> We'd have to get up and, and, you know, get in front of the camera. And that's not always easy to do. So, but yeah, the haircut thing is funny. Brian, it was, I'm talking literally 90 minutes to, it, cutting his hair. And he was, <laughs> he was kind of pissed afterwards because it was... A little too short. And like his mother said, you usually wear your hair longer. Why is it so short? Yeah, and she I'm totally t- called him out on that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and er- dad, too. Eric's haircut was like, I'm. you think I'm kidding, because it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but it was like two hours. Come on. That's like a full cut <laughs> and a dye job. Like, you, yeah, seriously, seriously, you just had like yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. of little cleanup here and there. I mean, it's safe to say I had the least hair out of everybody, and mine was the shortest, but I was just glad that they got me up and out of the chair because... I wanted to go do something else besides spend the day getting our hair cut. You know I, mean? I mean, was the barber so, talking? I mean, what took he, so long? He was, he was talking. He was nervous. Uh, he was trying to. He knew that we were going to end up on TV. So he wanted to do his best work. And he was very nervous. A lot and of pressure. It's not, and it's not easy because it's kind of were a the cameras there? barber setup. No cameras. No cameras. Oh, okay. So it was, you know, the, it was sort of a makeshift situation where he just kind of, you know, there was a. Usually you have a barber chair. It swivels around. He just had a regular armchair. So he's doing the best he can, but I swear we were there forever. And, you know, some guys, 
we were in, some guys went to Copenhagen. We were in Denmark. And by the time myself, I think it was myself, Eric, and Brian, we were down the last six. And, and the three of us, who were the last to get haircuts, we just we spent our time in that hotel staring right across the water at Sweden. So I go, why don't we just, because it took longer to go to Copenhagen than it did to get on a ferry and go 15 minutes to Sweden. So I said, you know, it was kind of a, it was an ugly day. You have the freedom to do stuff like that on yeah, your downtime? Okay. On your down days, you know, dark days, you, you can get to see things a little bit and, and check out the, you what know. What the hell? Norway, Sweden, Denmark, out. you can do it yeah. all. Why not? So we <laughs> shot across to Sweden. So I actually snuck another country in myself and those two other guys. So was this your first so, time overseas? Um, I'd been to Europe when I was about 14 years old, in Ireland, actually, and played basketball there throughout with this exchange program. A bunch of us went there uh, from Meriden, and then a bunch of those guys came to Meriden and stayed at our houses. So that was cool. I mean, I'd been to Ireland, but never this part of Europe, never like Scandinavia. These, these are countries I never thought I'd go to. So it was wild for me to end up in places that otherwise I wouldn't have visited. So yeah. that's why. That was part of the – that was a big part of this whole thing. That's no, how cool is so, that, a trip to, to Europe? I mean, was, I always wonder awesome. about the vacations that, you, vacations that you guys get to take. Yeah, I mean, I think they now spend more and more time with the international trips – I think that I figured we'd at least do one more trip in the States after South Carolina and then go overseas. So to find out uh, when we were leaving Hilton Head that we'd be going to um, Norway, it was like, wow, here we go already. We're going to we're gonna be, you know, taking an 18-hour flight and going to Europe, which that was, that <laughs> well, was tough. But once you're, the funny thing is once you're over there, every other country you go to is like yeah, you know, because, an hour, hour right. and a half. So, so that part is pretty cool, but. Yeah, but it, Miami's like another country where <laughs> where Brian's hometown is. And how did you think um, Rachel did considering the overbearing mom and the kind of passive aggressive? Like you can just I can just feel it, even though she was a very sweet mom. Yeah, yeah. And she made me tear up when she was talking about it to my only son. But how did you think Rachel fared in that situation? I think she did fine. I mean, we had heard about how his last relationship basically ended because of his mother. Right. And I think the mother lived up to the billing <laughs> because not only was the sister who was like the mini mother who was preaching to Rachel about how the mother is so important and the mother – his mother was – I mean, you couldn't have scripted her better about he's my whole life, he's everything – you're marrying the family. I mean, I went to church to pray. Yeah, yeah, for me, if that if it's reversed and I'm the one walking into that, how? I mean, it's just for me. I'm I'm out. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a little too much. What did you? I mean, did you? Well, you're talking to, <laughs> you know, you're talking about one mama's boy to another you know so like for me <laughs> i don't i don't think my mother i think my mother was like relieved like man if they came here she's tough i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have been so bad compared to her you know i mean i knew he was a mama's boy i knew he's close with his mom that's it's part of our you know we would talk a lot about that you know how family and how parents mothers especially kind of factor into your relationships it, it does you know it does play a role of course so you know, then I saw it on TV and I said, "Okay, you weren't kidding." <laughs> um, but but I get it because you know my mom can be tough at times too. I mean, my mom, his mom, they want the best for their kids and they just want to, you know, put put these girls and and Rachel in this instance um, through 
through that proper vetting process. Make sure she's right for her baby, for her little boy. Yeah, of course. So I mean, I can't blame her, and but I think I think Ray's handling it great. I mean, you know, I feel like for me, as you get a little older, you start to compromise a little bit. You know, bend a little bit, not break, but bend a little bit when it comes to trying to find somebody because you realize that, like, it's not going to be perfect. Maybe that, like, you would have thought growing up or at 25 years old, like, it's going to be perfect. You're going to nail it. Everything's going to be just right. you got to deal with, with in-laws. And, and when kids come along, you know, your parents, their parents might want to spend time. you got to, you know, it's a compromise. Like, that's that's part of... of Growing older and finding out what it takes to be in a. But she didn't seem like she was interested in compromise. <laughs> yeah. She seemed like she was interested in it's all yeah. me. There is no, no compromise. I'm talking about Rachel though. Like I, I feel like Rachel. Oh, I no, like I get that. She, she liked him enough. To say I can handle I can, an overbearing mother. I can find a way to to to, you know, get along with your mom. We'll but, we'll find some common ground. Right, you know? and but I didn't think there was compromise there because oh, oh, see, it was her coming all the way across to saying like, oh yeah, we'll make this work. And Brian's just like, okay, good. Yeah. I mean, and the mother's like, oh, if he's happy, I'm happy. But if not, I'll kill you. Yeah. I mean, ha ha ha. No gray area. Ha, ha. Wait, you're kidding, right? I think. <laughs> yeah. I hope. If you treat him good, or you're dead. Well, but yeah. Rachel said family's important to me too, and it's all about my family too. And I thought um, Brian's mother was gonna say, no, there's only one family. That's mine. Right. But I, <laughs> I thought was that surprised too. Surprised that the mom actually said. That's the answer I wanted to hear, that family is important to you. But I don't think she heard the whole rest of it, which was, my family is also important to me. Yeah. You know? uh, besides that, I think that she got along well with Brian's mom. And and she, the his mother even said, you know, I could see in Rachel's eyes that she's a good person. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she, like, I can see, you know, the connection. And I understand that they're both very happy but I can just see in her eyes that she's a good person. I agree with you. I mean, I just think that you got to be a little tough because you're, you're, it's a test. She was testing Rachel, and Rachel passed the test. You know, not surprising to me at all. But, you know, yes, you kind of cracked down on her and it was going to be tough. You have to, you're only there for a day, so you really want to get a good sense of, is this the right girl for my, for my son? So I can't blame her for being tough. And Rachel passed with flying colors. And it seemed like at the end they had more f- respect for each other since they had been through that little bit of tension. Mm. And and I'm sure they'll probably, you know, there's a, now the door's open. If if she ends up with him, then, you know, I think they both feel good about, you know, what the future might bring. So Peter's hometown, Madison, Wisconsin, was next. Yeah. And um, this is the guy who... You want the attention, and you know he probably likes you. You're pretty sure of it. But he's the one guy that I think seems to make her feel a little insecure. Okay. Like it's she's the one guy who's like, where? Why aren't I getting? And I know he feels it, but he's. I'm not going to commit. I'm going to hold back. I'm going to be honest because I'm not going to tell you something I don't believe. But you know, when you're like the super confident, successful person. Mm-hmm. And someone comes along and makes you feel nervous. Like I'm not sure about. I'm you. not sure. Yeah. I I get that impression of her around yeah. him. Well, I mean, for starters, I think what I got out of the last night's episode more than anything is I have a little bit more respect for Peter now, uh, just knowing that he was completely honest and said, "I'm I'm riding the break because, you know, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet." 
It'd be better. It's better to take that approach rather than say, I'm all in. But There's doesn't that make want her wonder. want him more? I would it, say. Yes, yeah, I would say, of course. Because you have to appreciate his honesty. And, uh, and it seems like even when it gets, you know, it's getting down to the, to the very end, he's like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the truth now. So then you aren't, you know, you aren't upset with me later for, for, you know, holding us back. And that's the fact that I don't, I'm not quite sure yet. I'm, I'm getting there, but I'm not quite there yet. And, uh, you got to give the guy credit, right? No, yeah. She, he started out the date with his friend. Like they're walking to the farmer's market. They, uh, Ryan, he meets his friends. They meet the friends there. You know. Listen, this was, I think they both felt the same way about how natural it was. Yeah. And that she fit right in with his friends. And But this whole idea kept coming back up, like you were talking about, about, well, maybe I'm not ready. Right. And it's treated like a negative thing, and I don't get that. I don't understand why. Oh my God! To us, it is a negative thing. After like, what two the months, f- is wrong with you? You're not ready. After two months, bitch, I'm ready. Like- and so I, I think. Listen, I think Rachel's been 99% great at this, but for her to say at the end of this, I need to be engaged. This is what we're here for. I said, what is wrong with being? Just in, How being do you committed. Think she got a law degree. At the end of this, I'm going to have a friggin' law degree. At the, she has goals, and you, uh, uh, dr- you know, a <laughs> goal brewing, without yeah. a plan is just a dream. Not, She's got it's goals. Not by, it, it's not by accident that you guys, the women in the room, are on one side. Yeah. <laughs> the guys. I feel like there's this wall. Why are you pumping the brakes right now? Yeah. And that's. I just. I think. Peter handled it like I think most guys probably Absolutely. should, but don't, in this weird bubble that's, yeah, two months, two months, two months, maybe I mean, that's not enough time. And I mean, if he if he was saying right now, absolutely in love, you know, I'm on cloud nine, all I want to do is put a ring on it, and I just can't wait for all these other guys to go so I can do that. And then the two of them are left standing at the end. A month or two later, it's over. You know what I mean? So then obviously obviously you were lying right to everybody because, you know what I'm saying? So, like, at least he's honest and he's given her that he's given her that precursor, like, you know, I want to continue here and I'm getting there, but it's still going to take a little bit of time for me, you know? And I got to tell you, too, you know, at, at the point they're at, probably, you know, th- over whatever it is, nine or ten weeks of filming, that's probably, like, there's still a couple weeks left. And in this setting where you don't have any distractions no phones no family no job a lot can happen in a week or two so you know once he once he brings her home introduces her to his family and friends gets all the feedback from them and they give him that you know that feeling like yes she'd fit in perfectly then it allows him in his mind and his heart to move forward a little bit further so i mean a lot can happen in those last couple weeks i just think it's respectable for him to tell you and and I mean everybody at home and and her that like look, I'm liking this. It feels right, but there's still a little bit left to be said and a little bit more I want to find out about. He first. was checking the adrenaline right. and the lust factor and doing. I mean, easy to get swept up. In yes, that, in that whole thing when there's no phones. Yeah. There's, yeah, it's gotcha. it's you know very. It's like just this, you know perfect situation where we don't have to worry about anything else well a guy who's serious is really concerned about how a woman will fit into his family really seriously because that's a huge part 
of your life is your your in-laws. It's a Definitely. huge, huge part. Yeah, and I think that, you know, that's what made Peter's hometown, like, a little bit more normal. Like, there yes. are real reservations in the real world. Like, if you're getting to the point where you think that you might start getting engaged and more serious, yeah, then... Yeah, but there is heartache at that point, and then things turn around Yeah, there, there are doubts at this point, and yeah. he was showing it, and the show doesn't show that a lot in other seasons, so I think that's what made everyone was like, oh my god, like, this is the worst thing ever, like, he doesn't know, he should know, but, like, this is actually the realest a normal thing, ever. thing. Yeah. Well, for last season, for example, at the end, all of a sudden... We're down to, what, three or four, the same thing. And then all of a sudden, Vanessa is like, I don't know, maybe this isn't... Where did this come from? Yeah, you know, she this was is so just... strong the entire yeah. season. And then you I, get towards sure... the end, and she starts freaking yeah, out. Yeah, and you're sure she normal. probably had that in her mind the whole time, but it wasn't. It didn't come out until the end when it's just a few people. So he's been... Pete's been very open about this yeah. from the beginning. There's been... Everything's been on the table. And I, I respect that. And I don't get why that's the one negative... About their whole relationship. Because we have to find something. I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. No, well, there's. Oh, you guys, big Peter fans? No, oh, no. I, I mean, know. I just. I mean, I. Favorite one. I gotta I find something wrong with oh, it. the whole. Everyone seems yeah. to be perfect. Like you know, uh, the image uh, uh, is everyone's. Uh, 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 you know, I am, good. by the way. I, I, I he's besides a, that, yeah, he's he, on, he was number one pick. I took him, and you know, I think. So that's I think guy. he's a good dude. Yeah. Well, um, I find myself like referring to the time filming the show is like or when you're doing this all this stuff it's you know you can't say well when we get back to the real world because this is real you know but when we get back to the normal world and there was a point last night i think when he was sitting with her his friends and she went to the bathroom where he says i i really like her within this you know bubble in this world within yeah. this bubble but yeah. i don't know her day to day i don't know what it's like to wake up next to her i don't know what it's like to you know just get back into that daily routine. And so I think that when people do get to the end and start to have reservations, it's because you know that pretty soon there's going to be that transition from the real world to the regular world. And, you know, how will that work? Will it be a seamless transition? Will it be awkward? Will it feel clunky? Will things change? Will I feel differently? So I think that's when you get to this point, everybody's, it's natural to have a little hesitation because you know that, like, things are going to change. And hopefully what we have and what we're starting to develop here won't. But the bottom line is it's going to be different. And how will the, those differences work? And will, will what we've, um, you know, come to like about each other continue? Will we move forward? I think that's, yeah. that's, that's natural, though. Like you're saying, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a reality check. At some point you have to be like, everything about this is so easy. The real world's kind of, the regular world's Hard. It's, well, it's true when you're you know? dating someone, even on, not on a reality show, you're kind of in a bubble. You're so in love with each other, yeah. everything's perfect, and There's then always that honeymoon period. Re- yes. and it eventually comes to an end. You know. Well, so Dean, do we have anything? You, no, I, you... I think because where we had to find the issue with with Peter, I think it's very clear what the Peter, what the issue was with Dean, and this, I felt really uncomfortable watching well, Dean's hometown because. Did we need to see this? Well, should the first time they're all together under a roof for the first time in eight years, like, should we be watching this? Look, he agreed to it, but what, what felt, it felt like, you know when you drag someone to yoga class who does not want to be there? 
and they don't want to do the breathing exercises and they don't want to listen to the gong and they don't want to close their eyes and just feel the experience which if you actually find a good yoga instructor it's pretty amazing but he just didn't even want to hear it he and i feel like because he's only 26 and i felt like his he wasn't he didn't he said my dad's some kind of Sikh. so he wasn't even giving his dad the benefit of being a Sikh, not some kind of Sikh. He's a Sikh. So, you know, like I felt like just right from the start, there was that little dig. And he, just, he wasn't ready to take it all in because it must be so crushing emotionally, 100%. Well, they, I mean, to be fair, they haven't spoken in two years. In yeah. And I have, thankfully, a great relationship with my father. I couldn't tell you what his religion is. So... If you don't talk to someone for two years and they switch religions over the last... Well, it's 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 a lifestyle switch, too. Like right. It's, it's, and it's, so everything changed and then you're not part of that life. I think he was speaking from what information he had. Of course, but he was so uncomfortable and he wasn't really... Want, it felt like he didn't want to take it in. He just had, still had all these like walls up. Like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, right he definitely now. wasn't participating. No. His father. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. I mean, the father at the beginning seemed very willing, a, a willing partner. In yeah, this. I was like, this actually isn't going to be that bad. He does yeah. his gone. Like, he he gone. seems like he's gonna he, he's gonna want to talk to Dean. Oh, actually, learn get yeah. to know Rachel, and then I feel like it was kind of going in that direction, and then gave the feather. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, the feather. Like that was a great touch and I thought it was going to be really great and then I think Dean's uncomfortableness was was just making me uncomfortable because he was just he didn't know what to do and so I was watching and I didn't know what to do and it was but I mean it had to be had but to be done grow up with that lifestyle it's very hard to come into it my biological father became a mormon and i don't know anything about it if i were to go visit him i would not know i'd be like uh so i can understand that that has to be hard especially when you have a tough relationship and i think i Matt mean hasn't said two words about this well, <laughs> I, got, I don't have much bad to say about dean nothing bad yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no 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 this no, is nothing bad this like, isn't no, bad to, no you know, it was like kind of tough to watch. I mean, I yeah. I just be I don't know his dad. I know Dean, and I'm just watching there, and I and I get you get to know these guys like you know, sort of you can read their face a little bit, and I know how how you know. It was uncomfortable to watch. You know, yeah. and, and it was pro- I think it's good for him because there you know it's probably bringing to the surface some things that he wanted to discuss with his dad, and that his dad you know, absolutely wanted to to address with him. Maybe they didn't want to do it on TV for their first time, but. At least it'll start the process, and I hope that you know if it's something that he, it, you know, puts in on his priority list that he does iron those things out with his dad. If it, if it if it helps him become even a better person than he already is. But he he was guy, upset so. that his dad wasn't maternal after his mother passed away, and you know I felt bad for both of them in that instance uh-huh. because his dad said, "Well, I was earning money." Like, I don't know how to be maternal. Yeah. I'm a dad. At least he dad. was honest. Yeah. I mean, again, you got to appreciate the guy's yeah, honesty. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, I, can't, I can't speak to it because I don't know what it's like, you know, to... to Dean's, been, Dean's been through a lot. And, uh, and you know, if you start to hear some of his story, it, you know, it's, it's, it breaks your heart. And then you see him and how, you know, well he's done 
on, practically on his own for the last, you know, 10 years. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it was it was interesting to watch that. But I, I just think that, um, you know, if they can, if they can in the future address it again, work on things or maybe not you know maybe maybe that's enough for him maybe just they both just want to move forward but it seemed to me what the feeling i got was that if rachel to come back was going to come back and be in dean's life he was you know his door would be open they could get to know each other better um and i don't know the guy seemed reasonable enough that i think if dean his dad yeah Yeah. i think if dean wants to to go back to that place again and to work on some things i think the opportunity is there um, but Dean, again, Dean just, seemed like he was embarrassed. Of I the, think, yeah, I mean, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I would be. Can you, when, I, when I say can you imagine, uh, you know, it's like can you imagine just your whole personal life, everything that you hadn't even addressed on your, you know, yourself yet is now mm. going to be addressed by everybody in America. You that know? you, so, by the way, had no interest in, in addressing. Right, right, yeah. Because right, Rachel right. even mentioned that said, well, have you reached out to him? He said, no, why should I have to? And whether yeah. you agree with Which that... I thought was a good point. I agreed with him there more. You and know? whether you do or not... What do you it's, mean? It's, why? It's a, it's a point, though, that whether you, no matter what side you're on, that's important here. He has not had any interest in reigniting this, and all of a sudden, hi, we're bringing cameras, mm-hmm. and this is how we're going to do it. So, I mean, I, I didn't think he handled it too bad, the father. You know what I mean? I think I didn't think it was... I didn't think it was that bad. Look, I mean, the important thing with the hometowns is to just show that everybody's family life is different. Everybody comes from a different background, you know? I mean, I think a big part of the show is just acceptance and keeping an open mind and, and uh, you know, watching people's story and learning about their background and everything. And I don't know, to me, oh, I was going to say that to your point, though, I thought was interesting was when Rachel said, well, did you reach out to him? Well, why should I have to reach out to him? I agree with Dean on that. Why? I feel like it should be his father. I mean, I feel like his... His father should have been the one. I mean, he's he's the father. He should have been the one to yeah. sort of take the lead and say, "I want us to have a relationship, and I want I want it to get better, and here's what we're gonna do to make that happen." I don't think it was on Dean, you know, to like go to him and say, "Let's try to work on this." You know, I, th- I felt like it was on his dad. So I mean, but I how many? I agree with Dean on that. But yeah, a lot of us have hard-headed fathers who don't think that way, and they we ha- they have more liberal children who do think that way and it is kind of on us sometimes right because and they I just the they yeah, won't get, they right. don't even think to reach out not because they don't want to it's just not the way they were raised they don't right. they don't do that they're mm-hmm. not maternal right, like, right, right and so at some point you have to swallow your own pride and say i gotta maybe i can teach him something I, yeah. I I think that's a great point. Yeah, listen, sometimes the, yeah, the children have true. to be the adults in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, you, but, guys, you guys make a point. But I don't – I'm not but agreeing. You're not in his shoes. <laughs> I'm not so. necessarily agreeing in this case, but there are times where sometimes the, the children have to be the adults. Yeah. But like I said, either way, no matter what side you are on the line, that tells you – to me, that told me all I need to know going into it. He had no interest in doing this. Yeah. And why they couldn't have just – gone and hung out with his friends or mm. where why because that was another thing that we've heard throughout the season family isn't necessarily blood family are the people that made you who you are and what's wrong with that if he wasn't comfortable with this is the time where we're gonna reconnect after two years then i don't know that's i just felt well his uncomfortable dad did make him who he is in a lot of ways so oh absolutely I mean, yeah. but it just i don't know i felt that's one of the reasons going in we're hearing that i'm like 
Well, he said, I think, at least four or five times, like, I'm legitimately terrified. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm not nervous. Like, I'm legitimately terrified. And he said that over and over. So, like, I was starting to feel so bad that he was, like... Gonna vomit. Cornered, like, yeah. into this situation. Not yeah. cornered, but, like, into this situation. Anybody think that when you, when you saw the two of them on their one-on-one in Switzerland, and he was talking about... Dinosaurs and different tooth things. fairies. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> right. you know what I got from me, from my point of view, I'm like he was almost trying to maybe not, maybe yeah. avoid the hometown. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that that was that was the sense that I got. You know? Well, because we talked about that about how if you're getting that one of those last one on ones, you're pretty much a shoe in. Yeah. You just have to not fall over yourself, and then he fell all over himself. Almost self sabotaging, but I think she had already sort of made the decision like, no, this is someone that I want to. And that's why Twitter went crazy when you were let go because everyone really thought he's falling all over himself and can't make it through. And Matt, here he is, this guy. Like, we, uh, I've been reading what some people were saying after you left. People are like, what? No, come on. I think even, I think even Dean was. A surprise. little surprise. Yeah. Like, I think after his date and after, you know, the, the whole fest. awkward dinosaur conversation thing, I thought he was like, all right, I think I've come as far as I'm going to go. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I don't want to, but I'm kind of okay with going home. Well, th- there is some truth to that. I can tell you that when he got home from his one-on-one, we were all sitting around and he was, he admitted that the first half went about as bad as it could go. And, you know, I didn't see that until last week. Right. But he was just pointing out the fact that, like, yeah, it did not get off to a good start. It ended well. I recovered well, as as Dean is, you know, really able to do pretty well. But, like, he uh, he figured, you know, once the, day, once the day portion was over, I think he felt that he was already done in her mind. But then, you know, night rolled around, and I think I think the biggest thing for him was just to get away from, you know, this whole, like, I have to, I have to, you know, let her know that it's really not a good idea to come home with me because it's going to be so, and then just to go and say, look, this is my back, this is what's going on over the past few years, this is my family situation, like, it's, it's on you, if you want to do it, then let's do it, but like, it's going to be, mm-hmm. I think just when he switched from being so nervous and that fear factor went away, and just transition over to being honest with her, then she she was reminded of like this is why this is why you know me and Dean connect like we do, and then it worked out well for him, and it all you know it ended well for him. You know, well not totally. At the end of the yeah, right, no, no, no I know no, what you're no, saying, no. but the anticipation of the I, event. I guess I'm caught, I'm, yeah, I'm still back on last week. Yeah, but, but you're yeah. right. The anticipation of the event is worse than the, than the event. Yeah. Like you work yourself up into like this, and if you just finally tell someone and. If you have a connection, they're going to get through whatever it is with you. But in the end, Dean, with Chris Harrison, when he comes out and there's three roses and you need some time. Still this season, not nearly enough, Chris Harrison. You know, he made a slick cameo. Kind of calling it in. So he's usually there more? I mean, I... How often did you see him? Well, I mean, he, like, he used to be really... (laughs) I mean, we... we, I believe that. He comes in, he's... Is he he nice? Yeah, he's a nice guy. But he does his thing, and then and then Chris Back goes to the pool. and gets to explore the countryside. You know what I mean? Like we see, I thought I thought I we spend more time with him. It was always 
when he came around, you knew something was going down. That's, that was basically that right. was his role in the show. You that was know, a, like, so the oh, same we feeling him. we get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when, when uh oh, because like you could get, you always got a sense that something was going to happen. A couple times, Rachel popped in, came to visit, and then we would almost no, no. I think this time it's going to be Chris, and then sure enough, here comes Chris. And then something interesting was was starting to happen, but um, yeah, he no, he's a nice guy. I just didn't really get to know him all that well from from what I from what I was able to. See, right, good guy, yeah. Well, he deli- there's three roses. Dean doesn't get a rose, um, so it's it's Peter, it's Brian, it's Eric. I I, I when that happened, I actually felt really bad for, for Dean, Dean. Of because course. because she even did that drink validation um, that he was like, I'm I'm falling in love with you too, and I think <gasps> then I, oh. I think then Dean was got like a little bit more. Hopeful, yeah. I think when he said that because, as we see, like that, the the bachelor or bachelorette saying the L word doesn't happen. It's happened more recently, but it doesn't happen. So I think once he heard that, he's like, okay, everything's gonna be okay. That's the first thing he referenced, and she said, no, I meant it. Yeah, I, I'm not saying things to say it, but yeah, I think all of us sort of said, whoa, wait, did she just? We all say knew that? that was not good. We all knew that that was not gonna last. We all knew that was. <gasps> what was that again? She said, "He said, I'm falling in love with you." After while they were laying on the floor by themselves, by the, at his Father's dad's house. house in Colorado, they were laying oh, on the floor, yeah. and he says, "I'm falling in love with you," and she says, "Me too," I, or "I'm, I'm falling, falling in love, in love with, with you too." You too. Yeah. And we all, the, so a batch their nation went, <gasps> like, why did you just say that? We know you're going to you send him home. Like, <laughs> it was kind of, you know. Have you guys always, how does that affect having been fans for so long? Like when you watch the show and basically in the back of your mind already know a lot of who's going to stay and who's going to go. How does that, how does that like add to your viewing experience? I'm curious. Over the years, I think I it's pretty predictable. You want to like, know, yeah. pick any show. What's your favorite show? That's uh, what shows do you watch? Huge Sons of Anarchy fan. Okay. So does it bother you if you get a spoiler? Like, uh, I mean, it probably bothers you a little bit, but you can still going to watch the show. It's a teaser. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're still going to tune in. Of There's course. So Although, but there, here yeah. we are, we are pretty much spoiler free. Sure. You might hear people talk about things, but as a whole, like we more predict what's true and correct, what's, yeah. and, or even seek those things out. So we still like we don't to read believe, spoilers. Yeah. We like to believe that the editing might actually be true, or uh, you know. And <laughs> so more than anything, we're just a lot of things you can telegraph. Like it was pretty yeah, clear to us say, watching. It doesn't seem like you guys are like searching that stuff. I feel like there are a lot of people. people a do. lot of people oh. do. I mean, I have people yeah. in my Probably family. The majority. That's all they do is they seek that know stuff the whole out. Thing before Absolutely. Even, yeah. And Basically. I don't quite get that. I said, well, you know, because Ryan I do doesn't think even it, watch movie trailers. Yeah, no, he's I, my whole life is spoiler free. I don't watch trailers. I don't. I don't watch coming attractions on TV shows. Like next week, I, although I do on this because sometimes we have to. Because the way they shape the like, oh, there's blood again, and someone's getting punched. Oh yeah, when Kenny was. I knew in the back of my mind exactly how where that bloody eye came from, and I never said it to anybody. Yeah, just like use your common sense. They're never going to let us go at each other. Or you're going to. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Well, do you watch so. any reality shows besides sports? Do you watch sports? <laughs> I watch sports. <laughs> Who's your favorite sport? What's your team? Basketball. Who? I'm a big UConn fan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate reality show is sports. <laughs> and see, there are no spoilers in yeah, sports. Right, 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 right. And that's one of the best parts about sports. And so I- I've taken that into anything that I watch entertainment-wise, including this show, other than coming up next week or whatever. But I think it's... Just makes it a little bit more fun not to 
Oh, even yeah, if you I don't, agree with you. I'm more like you. Even if you don't know, even or and, and especially these people have been wrong before, but just to not even have it in the back of your mind. I think it plays into like sports rivalries too. Like I mean, I'm 45. Like I remember like Bill Lambier and you know mm-hmm. all his nonsense with you know what foul. Like you know he played into it, and we we liked it. Sure. So I mean, it's the same yeah. thing. Like we yeah. know a lot of it is, but we like it. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's silly. Fun. It's fun. I think. You know, I've had so many people uh, around here, like, since I got back and since the show started to air, who are like, you know, I'm not really my thing. I'm not into it. I'm not enjoying watching it. I just want to see you on there. Well, I'm like, but you're not on there that much. I'm like, well, then don't watch. You know, you've got enough people, got enough people who really enjoy this the show, and it's a lot of fun for some people. And I think the people it's a lot of fun for... Get that just, it's just fun. It's just fun, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah, you have some people who are like... Next week, I here's what you should do, and then I'm like, well, I can't jump back into the TV. <laughs> it's, over. it's over. No, no, no. But if you want to put yourself on there more and be in, you know, be on screen more, go shove somebody or, or yell at somebody. I'm like, that doesn't no, work. That's, that's not what I did, and it's over now, so I can't go back. Wait. And do so, it. so, what is your obligation to ABC? I know you probably can't talk contract, but are you still under contract with them? And do uh, you are you doing anything more with them after this? Um, that you it can won't sp- be the last time I'll be, I'll be on TV. Like last week, I'll okay. be on TV again. Well, First, I mean for the reunion, we the, we're going to do that. Yeah, but we're going to do that soon. Beyond the reunion, uh, possibly. Winter Games, S- some place. Well, yeah, oh well, yeah. See, well, I'm hearing a little bit about Winter Games, but I it's very much in the early stages, so I don't know what I don't know what the deal there is. I did see the first. Preview for Paradise last night, which yeah, that came cool. out last night. Right. <laughs> Is that where we're gonna see you? Um, you'll have to you'll have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who the next Bachelor is gonna be? No. Who would you pick no as the idea. next Bachelor? I think it'd be a lot of fun to watch Dean as the Bachelor. I thought that's funny. I thought I think that it'd be too. A lot of fun. I think it'd be light. I think to he needs a woman. This poor guy with his family. <laughs> listen, we got to get him a woman. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. He's not going to have any problems finding women. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. Years. So I don't think you got to worry about him in that department. Trust me. None of you guys I've, have I've problems with that. I've sat back and watched, and there's no reason to feel bad for Dean in that department. It's going to be just fine. Life is going to. Wait, get how about you? What's your situation? Still single right now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe you Still can be single. the next bachelor. Maybe you yeah, can be. The- I mean, I think. We would have had to see a little bit more of me than the little, the little you did if, see. If if it was, if it was up to me, I'm, for the longest time I said, Dean would have a lot of fun. Like it would just be fun. I think people would just laugh. It'd be light. And then there's Peter, who's a little bit more serious and who's really like in a place. I think where a wife and a family are 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 his main priority. You know, Dean's a little younger. Peter's too serious you know, to be the next bachelor. Well, that's, yeah. what I, that's my yeah. point. I mean, yeah. Dean is yeah. really like it's fun, fun to watch. It'd be, it'd be, yeah. You'd be curious to turn it to tune in every week. Like, what girl Peter's, would want to marry into that Peter, family? So I guess you'd have to find somebody. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> somebody with an open mind. That's exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it good. Take. It's but good. Yeah. No, I. I don't know. I mean, those pretty much. You know, you got Brian in there too. I, I mean, I don't know. Eric. Eric is a, Eric is like positive all the time, uplifting. Very like interested in what people around him are going through and how he can help them get through it. And there's another guy, you know, who would be good. I don't really, I don't really know. Who do you guys think? I don't know. I mean, we're gonna have to wait and see how it all plays out. At this point, the coming attractions are. Yeah. We're gonna see who uh, it gets down on one knee and proposes to Rachel, and 
we have a lot to look forward to in the coming weeks. Absolutely. Very Matt, exciting yeah, couple weeks. Thank you so much for stopping in and Thanks hanging with me. us. This yeah. has been really fun. Like You can join us anytime, anytime. you'd like, us, us lowly yeah. radio folks. If you'll have me back, I'd love to do it again. Sometime. I don't know if you have like a website we'll see you every or Tuesday. anything oh, or well, Facebook. I have an or Instagram, What's... which is a little bit hard to find, I think, at times. But for some reason, my name was used in about every variation besides Matt underscore Munson underscore. So that's how you can find me on Instagram. But I I tried to just make it real simple, and I guess there are a lot of Matt Munsons around. Well, so keep the two underscores in there to find yeah, yeah, Matt. Yeah, between my first and last and at the end of, of it all. So you can find Matt on Instagram yeah. and us on uh, across all platforms at Bachelor Podcast. So this has been fun, you guys. Katie, thank you so much. Thank you. Ryan Jones. I'm Christine Lee. We always let Ryan have the last word, but I think we should. I don't know. I'm not the best looking guy in here anymore. So (laughs) now we have to let. That's debatable. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us in the Bachelor Podcast. Thanks again for having me. And uh, I look forward to doing this again with you guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.